Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Talking Shit. It's Uncle Kurt. So I learned a little bit from the last podcast, which is cool. And uh, I'm still learning. This is new to me. But welcome to Talking Shit with Uncle Kurt. I got to give a great birthday shout out to my mama. I love you, mama. Have a great day. I'll be over later. With that said, damn, that's strong. With that said, let's talk shit. Um, Todd Gurley just got released by the Los Angeles Rams. Are you fucking kidding me, L.A.? Really? I know he gets a little injured here and there. But really, that's your bread and butter piece right there. What the hell was you thinking? Lions traded Darius Slay. <laughs> I seen that coming. Darius went out of this shithole. I don't fucking blame him. I'd leave this motherfucker too if I was him. I'd be like, peace! Fuck this shit. <clears throat> well, so to start this segment, I was watching Russell last night. It's kind of sad to not see anyone in it. It sucks. And it's sad to see that fucking... It's sad. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's sad. But, you know, life happens. We're in a stupid-ass coronavirus bullshit. Let's fuck cool shit up. Oh, what up, Austin? What up, dude? Strawberry Boy. Yeah. Austin came through with strawberry. Throw that motherfucker in the uh, refrigerator. Throw that apple pie in the refrigerator, too, son. Yeah. Trying to hit a uh, bar? Fuck yeah. All right, word. So, I like watching this show, Letter Kitty. <laughs> like, two of my friends that I have, they remind me of Squirrely Dan and Derry, it's so fucking much. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> but I like watching this show because it's cool as fuck to watch because it shows you different things of life. But it does remind me of some UP motherfuckers. Like, hey, you got a, you got a, you got a, you got a bag of a pot. Like, hey, like. What the fuck? <laughs> Just say you need some weed, man. Just say you need some weed, man. I got some weed. <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, we're about to hit this ball here in a minute. Um, so throughout the show, man, I watch a lot of it, and I've been processing a lot of it. It goes back to watching motherfuckers that stand for something. And they keep uh, close grips with other people around them, which to me is dope as shit. And we've lost that in America, which is fucked up. And it just started recently happening, kind of like with my generation, kind of like not giving a fuck. And then the other one just coming in through like, fuck you. <laughs> I thought I was ballsy like that at one point in time, but shit, man, they got me fucking beat. I ain't gonna lie. 
They got me all fucked up. What the fuck you doing, Austin? So this is my emergency if I run out of cigarettes and shit. <laughs> got a young vape? Yeah, I, well, I just bought new batteries and a charger. That's it. <laughs> Austin's stocking up on the vapes. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, you run out of that baggy and you're not able to fucking go out to the store. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I need my savings. I'll fucking murder everyone. <laughs> I ain't gonna fucking lie. So the show letter, Kenny, right? And they be roasting the fuck out of each other. But that's how you know that they fuck with each other because they roast the fuck out of each other, like, big time. Which I think is dope as shit. And that's how I am with, like, people around me. Like, me and my mom roast. We'll fucking roast each other's whole life. Not even give a fuck. Which you are missing from that in life because the young generation, you start roasting them. Oh, man. It's like the fucking end of the world just fucking collapsing. Like, why are you saying that to me for? Like, what the fuck happened? My roast, when I do shit like that, it's just to set up for a roast. Like, ah, you fell for that, huh? You prick. You fucking sad sack of bullshit. <laughs> I'm setting up for another roast behind it. Just, like, acting like I'm whining. Which is fucking more funnier and shit. <laughs> but in this show, man, it, it shows you a lot of like tight knitness. Like when you eat, everyone eats around you. When you drink, everyone drinks around you. When you smoke, everyone smokes around you. Well, there's been a lot of greedy shit the last 15, 25 years. And it's sad to see it. Because when I was younger, it wasn't greed. We did help out with a lot of shit. Like, out here, in real life, a lot of people don't know. Like, my name is really fucked up from being a fucked up young individual. <laughs> oh, shit. That's where that Eminem went. God damn it. Get fucking stoned with Austin last night hitting the bong and I dropped some Eminems. God damn it. <laughs> No, but that show's dope to me, man. Like, I like watching it because of... It also reminds me of being up in the UP. Hey. Hey, you tip fucker. Hey. You got a bag of pot? Go down by the bay. Smoke some pot. <laughs> but the little bitches were freaky as fuck, though, man. Oh, my God. Dog, I remember when I... Went up with K-Squeeze for a performance. It was me, K-Squeeze, Dill, walked out of this car, and it felt like we were the fucking Beatles up there. That's how much love we used to get up there, and it was fucked up. Squeeze still gets that love up there. He's like a hometown legend because he was born up there. But he came down, his mom and dad came down here for, you know, money. So he grew up around here. And it's funny to see how, like, everybody reacts to that motherfucker. It's almost like, Squeeze is like the white, or no, like the fucking, what's the one black dude that, that came there? Brady? Or Grady or some shit like that? But Squeeze is like the guy that, when he goes away, because he, Bradley. Bradley. Bradley's like an up-and-coming com uh, comedic. 
in these other states, but he still comes back home from time to time to hang out. When he does, he's like, I live in Latin. And then you got all these other people that are like, oh my God, Bradley's home. <laughs> Which is funny to me. Um, Because by being around it. But Leonard Kenny also has that wholesome feeling to the show as well, to where it's dope as fuck. And it makes you be like, man, America ain't never going to be like that. And what the fuck happened to America? Like, really? Like, for real. This was the home of the brave and the land of the free. Only thing I see is free is motherfucking free air. <laughs> that's the only thing that's free right now. Even that shit's all fucked up with this whole ass shit we got going on. Which is fucked up. I don't get it. I don't get this shit. Never have, never will. I'm starting to act like my grandpa a little bit. That's a good thing, though. That nigga was a gangster. But, I still don't get it. We have crooked politicians that ain't shit. Some people that think they know what's going on with certain money ain't shit. We got motherfucking dum-dums. And now if you look at everything, it's more dum-dums. And it sucks. Give me a second. Cleaning out my little fucking... Bolski on my bongski. Let Austin hit the fucking perps. <laughs> we love this shit. Um. Here, Austin. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. It saddens me because America was great at one point in time. You can do a lot of fucking cool-ass shit. Without not having to worry. A lot of my generation and the generation before me started slowly fucking it up because we, a lot of us were uncontrolled savage animals until we found a comfortability to be controlled. And it's not controlled as in like the government or anything. It's more or less like how you control yourself in certain environments and certain things and certain places. <sighs> Which suck also. But at the same time, you know who you are. We fucked up a lot of shit of that. And like, as I'm watching that fucking show, I'm like, man, I wish this shit was like this now. But with how the way that we fuck shit up through... The heroin era, the crack era, we fucked a lot of lives up. And it's probably was the lives that were smart, but wasn't smart when they had people around them that knew how to manipulate and control them. Because once that happens, it's a wrap. You can put anyone on fucking drugs. And 
it's sad to have seen how far we came right now to where we're in an epidemic that's all fucked up. I mean, Canada is too a little bit, but not much. But they will be more responsible about things than what we have seen through America. I mean, this is fucking America, bruh. Like, what the fuck is these fuckers on? I don't get it. Anyways, fuck that shit. Back to Letterkenny. <laughs> Shorzy now, that motherfucker there, he cracks me up. He cracks me up. He roasts everybody. And he don't give a shit. And watching that show, it's like, yeah, hell yeah. If you can roast your boys and your boys still have your back, you're good. And I hear a lot of these young generations when they get roasted, they're like, ah, why you doing this to me for? Like, ah, shit. Turd. But if I do it, I'm setting up for another roast. <laughs> I ain't gonna bullshit. I'm trying to, like, roast everybody. But it's good to talk shit back and forth because it keeps you on your toes with who you fuck with. Pause for the cause. So, if you can't roast with amongst your friends and have fun with your friends, then why the fuck do you got your friends around you? I do understand, like, some friends are for certain things. Like, I got a couple friends. I know I should be around them, but I know if I want to go have a good time and party, that motherfucker is who I want to be around. Or if I want to do certain things and I know that we'll be funner with this person or that person I'll hit that person or this person up or if it's just like grab a few friends and be like alright let's go do this you know what I'm saying just kind of have a spur of the moment fucking cool shit to happen and it just it's fun as shit you know <laughs> so watching that show it, it shows me like how like Austin so squarely dated is ridiculous. <laughs> and like what I said, my boy Rob is more like dairy so much is ridiculous too. But Rob still has a little bit more strong will than Derry does. That's for sure. Anyways, watching that shit just cracks me up. It makes me think like, what the fuck happened to America? Why can't we be cool like that again? Like on the old Matthew McConaughey tip, like, all right, all right, all right, all right, you know? Just that cool swag, like, we've lost our swagger as America. No matter how anyone looks at it, we've shown that we've lost our swagger about ourselves. And when you lose your swagger about shit, you go into bullying. And then when you go into bullying... There's a thing of called being a bully, and there's a thing of like being a heel. I feel like myself is like a heel, like how wrestling is, because I'm kind of a bully, but not really. But also, if I fuck with you, I want to push you. So I'll be that heel and just talk shit at you all day. <laughs> and hopefully, it makes you want to be like, man, fuck him, and just concentrate on that. I get you to. 
to get away from me by talking shit to you so you can concentrate on something different. It's weird, but it works. <laughs> That's my my standpoint, like, as a friend. And I feel like when I watch that show, I feel like that's how I am, like how Wayne is. Because Wayne's the same way. But that shit's awesome. Another shit that I watched the other day. Oh, my fucking God. Awesome. We got to watch number four. Because I wasn't really paying attention to it. Once we're done with this, we got to watch number four. Yeah, it's on. Deal. (laughs) Did you watch three yet? No. All right, we'll watch three and four. Deal. So, little Dicky. Puts out a fucking TV show called Dave. <laughs> He's a typical white suburban rapper. But he understood how he could make it a business. And make it to where, like, his bitch is like, uh, you just tweeted you got head? When did you get head? He's like, I, I just fucking said I got head. She said, when? He goes, I don't know, like a half hour ago. She goes, my mom wants to know why I'm giving you a hat. He's like, what the fuck? It's, you know, respectfully, she wants me to call her up and talk to her. I'll call her up, and, you know, I'll talk to her and Dave, the one that actually likes your feelings. She's like, and so? He's like, but I could call her up like a little dicky and be like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> So he goes into this whole different persona. But he's one of those white suburban kids that's kind of like scary, but also want to see what's going on in life as well because he's had a weird little life. He had like a, he's got like a deformed penis and shit, so he's like really fucking, really conscious about it. But at the same time, that conscious and that flaw... Turn it into where now he, he takes his, all of his money and hands it to YG, the rapper, to do the song. But in the process of it, he's making fun of himself and saying a bunch of crazy shit. This girl finds out. So when his girl finds out, she's sitting there listening to this shit like, you can rap? They're fucking, he's hitting it from behind. She's like, lick my ass. He's like, uh, did you just ask me a question? She said, yeah, lick my ass. And the expression on his face is like priceless because I can see him fucking doing this in real life. Because I've met a lot of white rappers that are really, 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 really dope. Like one of my favorite quirky ones, also like Lil Dicky, is Sharon. And Sharon's a bad rapper. He's been out wilding out and all that shit. But the way how he puts shit together is so fucking white. <laughs> But he did it a little bit. They've all did it differently than Eminem and Marshall Mathers, Vanilla Ice. (coughs) (coughs) Oh, the white boys. It's got a BC Boys feel in it, too. That's how I could describe Lil Dicky in general as an artist and watching on a show. Because he's just this white kid like, that's rap. That's dope. But then out of nowhere, he can actually, he has good flow patterns. So watching Dave is fucking hilarious. This little son of a bitch here, man, he ain't, he's all over the place. <laughs> he's up and down with life on some real crazy bullshit. It be cracking me up. You know what I noticed, though? 
when I watch certain shit nowadays. Women, y'all watch too much goddamn porn. And you need to stop listening to these fucking hood rats about eating each other's booties. Like if she is a hot chick, yeah, that's okay. But if she's not, eh. But everyone's definition of a hot chick is different than everyone else's. Mine just gotta be. Uh, one I'm like, yeah, she's dope. And she's like, me bang her. Oh, it's a fucking rap. <laughs> I'm about to get on some fucking freaky deaky shit with that bitch. And I'm taking a look at the dome like, let's do this shit. You about to get some jack dick. <laughs> I'm going all night. <laughs> Don't die on me, Austin. Hands Don't up. Make me laugh. Hands up. Hands <laughs> up. <laughs> Our boy Matt does that to us all the time. Whenever after we hit the bar real hard and fucking start coughing, that motherfucker be like, hands up, hands up. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. But yeah, little Dicky's funny as shit, man. Like to him get a show like that was awesome. And then I was thinking about it like. Why hasn't a battle rapper Sharon made one? Because he's even more Jewish than fucking little Dicky is. Like, literally. Uh, and it's funny as fuck because I had this discussion with him and I was like, man, after the battle, we were outside. He was talking to a couple other cats. So I was like, hey, let me talk to you real quick. He was like, yeah, work. I'm a fan of hip hop. I'm a fan of good music. I'm a fan of a lot of shit. But I asked him, I said, you know, you worked for Nick Cannon that while out. What did you think about Nick Cannon going after him? You know, one-on-one. You know, just us girls type shit. He's supposed to not kids to tell, but I got kids to tell this. He's like, I don't know. It just... It was dumb on his part. I was like, well, what about B-Magic then? And he was like, that was smart. That was a business move. He's like, they got paid for that. I was like, oh, no shit. He's like, yeah, they got paid for that. That was a business move. That was smart. Why not know that that song's going towards Eminem and you could jump on it? You didn't really go after Eminem. You just spit some shit that was like, like gun bars and hard bars on a song. And I was like, fuck, dude. I get that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's dope as fuck. But, and to have, like, Lil Dicky and them guys not too long ago, like, square up like Lil Dicky and Sharon did on Wild Out a while back. It was funny as fuck because you get to see two white Jewish fucks, one with the curly hair, one with the bleached blonde hair, and just really white and nerdy. <laughs> he was Al Yankovic to the fullest, bro. Like, for real, for real. He was Al Yankovic to the fullest. But it cracks me up to watch, like, different things unfold from different TV shows and different rappers and different entertainers and things like that. It's like, this fucking America, why aren't we still doing more shit like that? Why are our leaders, like, making sure we're good to be able to perform dope shit like that in general? We might be missing out on a bunch of dope-ass concerts this fucking year because of this shit, which is 
Bullshit. Fuckers. Actually, let me get this bomb. Pissing me off. So, you know, like, we get the Mizzada, like, fucking, who's coming? Oh, yeah, fucking Guns N' Roses is coming this year. And the four field, we're going to miss that. You know who else is coming? Uh, fuck. Wasn't it uh, Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones is coming this summer. And who knows how long Keith Richards, actually, I bet you fucking $100. Keith Richards will not get the coronavirus. $100 to anybody, Keith Richards does not get the corona fucking virus, yo. And I say this because I believe this. That man is like the man of fucking steel. <laughs> that motherfucker right there, he don't die. <laughs> Big Jagger might be through for it, though. <laughs> he catches that shit, dog. Nah, he's going to be like, boom. Shout out to Mick Jagger, though. Them boys got a lot of pussy back there. But yeah, Guns N' Roses and fucking Rolling Stones. Like, this is gonna suck. Hopefully it still happens and maybe fucking... I can find some tickets. So, whoever's about to be close to dying with this coronavirus, you know, you can send those in my way at CurtisJ248 at Gmail. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm just talking shit. Where am I? <laughs> and yeah another thing that I was going to talk about today too uh what the fuck was it from last night that I watched I was watching some other shit too what the fuck was it Oh, yeah. Jack Black needs to stick to fucking children's cartoons and stay away from fucking music. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that last night. <laughs> yeah, but I was watching fucking uh, uh, Kung Fu Panda last night. I love watching that shit. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a big-ass kid when it comes to funny shit like that. Like, my favorite cartoon, like, funny cartoons is like fucking Boondocks and... That shit, and fucking uh, Family Guy. I'm a big Family Guy. Stewie's fucking hilarious. I don't care what anybody fucking says. That baby might be gay sometimes, but that motherfucker is hilarious. <laughs> you know, plus he's a baby. He don't really know what's going on right now. <laughs> but there's sometimes, though, he'd be looking at them hot bitches like, Ooh, I love you. <laughs> Anyways... Oh, so shout out to the doctors that's been helping out with this coronavirus and everything. We want to salute you guys, nurses as well. Y'all putting y'all life in line as well, so hopefully we get a better come out here soon. But anyways, I'm going to leave that out of note. It's on Kurt. I'm just talking shit. Who knows? I might do another one tomorrow. All right, peace.